Welcome, welcome, welcome to Nerd is the New Cool. John and I had an awesome opportunity to cross over podcast event with Optional Skate Blues. We talked about our favorite hockey movies with Eric and Mike. Really hope you'll enjoy it. Also, check out Optional Skate Blues, an incredible podcast, taking a look at and discussing blues hockey, but other things going on in the NHL and beyond. Enjoy the episode. Check out their podcast. Talk to you soon. crossover podcast from optional skate blues in this first episode of its kind we have mike what's going on guys and i are gonna sit down and decide on the best hockey movie of all time with our friends justin and john at nerd is the new cool uh welcome john what's up and welcome justin very excited to be here yeah, this is the first crossover podcast for us as well. So it's, <laughs> it's first all around. I mean, yeah. I get it gets a very Marvel kind of vibe, right? Uh, <laughs> to it, uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming kind of thing. I'm thinking Ghostbusters across the streams, <laughs> Avengers. No, Man, that was quick. We, yeah, I'm glad, Lambert. I'm glad you quickly changed. That. <laughs> like we're just gonna we're gonna act like that one didn't happen. We're gonna pretend, yeah. Anyways, hockey. I'm here for the show, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, hockey. Yeah, no crossing streams. Hockey. <laughs> so, um, optional skate blues faithful. You might recall that uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, for the uh, episode whenever we discussed Bennington's contract, I talked about doing a um, episode of Nerd Is the New Cool with uh, Justin and Lambert. And super fun, super cool. And afterwards, they kept uh, popping their bourbon. I said bourbon, not whiskey, gentlemen. And uh, and I grabbed a couple beers. I am right. Um, and uh, and we just kind of kept talking, and uh, and it felt natural to to get something going here. So I know that Mike and I really appreciate you guys coming on. Oh yeah, definitely. If you want to learn something more, by the way, check out this. There's a documentary on Hulu called Neat. And I just watched it yesterday, and I learned I learned lots more about bourbon, more than I ever thought I could know. So oh, check it out. And I want to watch it too. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. It's like it's like an hour and a half long. It's not bad. Nice. Mike was pretty initiated whenever I started talking about all the specifics and nuances of bourbon. Um, I said, "Did you know?" I remember this part specifically. I said, "Did you know about bourbon?" And he said, "Yes." So I think I'm the only schmuck that knows not like fuck all about bourbon. And I was the one who was on your all's podcast about bourbon. That's okay. You probably knew more than Scott did. Scott knows Hildebrand's uh, phone number though that he tried to drop on there. Yes, he does. Make sure you edit that out. It's always fun to edit in podcasting world. So, yeah. 
So uh, we're going to go ahead and follow the, the Nerd is the New Cool format. If you haven't had a chance to check them out, uh, I highly suggest that you do that. And um, what we're going to look at is we're going to compare four of the greatest hockey movies ever made. And the four of us agreed on, in no particular order, Slapshot, The Mighty Ducks, both of those are the original ones, Miracle and Mystery Alaska to take a look at. And we're going to be putting up uh, two similar movies against each other with the Mighty Ducks and Slapshot being the, the kind of fiction ragtag champions uh, teams. And then we're going to do Mystery Alaska and Miracle being the movies that are based on true-to-life true stories. And then we're going to put the winner of both of those up against each other. And still, you know, both really ragtag kind of groups. They really are. <laughs> they really yeah, are. All, all four, four of them. Are kind yeah. of ragtag, yeah. And... Yeah. And this is our opinion. You know, if you guys have an opinion on what, you know, your favorite hockey movie is, you know, message Optional Skate, message Nerd is the New Cool. Like, this is by no means, like, the greatest end of discussion. Yeah. Stop talking. I don't care what you say. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. If you agree, if you agree, great. Optional if you... Skate Blues. If you disagree and you're pissed off about all of this, then get right at Nerd is the New Cool. There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> that seems fair. That's more like it. We're used to that anyway, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah we are. <laughs> Do people fire back on yes. you guys? Yeah. People will, people will fire back. Usually it's people that, I mean, it's it's close friends that will listen to it. Or they won't even listen to it. They'll just see the, the topic, and they'll be like, this one better have won. Like, well, you'll have to listen and find <laughs> out. Like when we did our, our Marvel, we kind of we ranked all the Marvel like one through three phases. And decided the winner in bracket style, and we were getting messages. This this movie better one. Thor Ragnarok. I think that was the consensus was that that should have won, and I don't. I think Guardians won, didn't it? Yeah, but Thor Ragnarok was in the finals. All right, it, it was. was right there. It was. It was right there. <laughs> but but just in typical internet fashion, no one actually I think that's complaining is actually listening to the episode. No, they're yeah. not. They're just saying <laughs> this one should have won, and if not, it's horseshit. So get out of here. Yeah. They just see the post and they'll automatically have an opinion and want to express that opinion. Because that's so. what the internet's for. Yeah. So I guess we'll get a chance to experience that, that mic on our social medias. Yes, yes you will. <laughs> uh, you want to talk about some of our notable omissions there, Mike? Yeah, we had uh, you know just a couple of classics that uh, weren't able to make the list, but uh, Mighty Ducks 2. And, you know, even remembering with some of the Mighty Ducks rewatching the movie, there was a, you know, a couple of scenes where you kind of, they washed together. So, yeah. but, uh, yeah, no, no, uh, Rope Along Cowboy or Julie the Cat Gaffney. So, miss, miss out on a couple classic characters. Yeah. And they don, they actually, you know, finally put on the, the actual Mighty Duck jerseys, yeah. which was big for the NHL, I would imagine. Yeah. Just for well, the third period. Just for the third, well, <laughs> that's when the magic happened. Yeah, uh, when two minutes for roping from from Hopalong Gretzky. Yeah, Julie the cat man. Can I just say? And I might not be. I may not be alone. I may have company with this massive crush right away. Right, <laughs> huge I agree. teenage crush. Uh, was ready to make her a mixtape and send it to her at any time. But yeah, we had a newer one with Goon. Um, you know, had uh, that Sean William Scott, but you know, forever known as Stifler, which which kind of was a weird perspective watching that movie at first too, just because he was so indelible as the American Pie character. Yeah. 
Uh, Eric, you watched a new one recently, right? That yeah. you like? Odd Man Rush and Justin Lambert. I don't know if you guys have checked that out. And Mike, I know you hadn't yet, but it is a really strong movie. I've added it to my queue, so I'll be watching it soon. <laughs> Seriously, nice. yeah, it's 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 decent, and um, and it follows a kid. Um, it follows a kid. It's on Hulu, and he is just trying to make it. He had a he was hopeful to get drafted, and then he got a major injury in his back, and and so he's playing in, um, I don't know, you know, uh, one of the the Sweden, Norway, whatever, one of those uh, countries, and uh, and he you know meets a girl, and and uh, he's got to decide kind of hockey girl family normal life kind of thing, and and it's written really really well. Uh, I really enjoyed it. There are no flying V's in that film, though, it sounds like, which I don't know if I can deal with that. So is it off the queue? There is no flying V. <laughs> I'll give it a few minutes. We'll see how, how it grabs me. <laughs> All right. Well, I was also pulling for some hockey-adjacent movies like uh, Sudden Death or Happy Gilmore. So, you know, yes. they're kind of like the the uh, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. You know, those movies are yeah. hockey <laughs> movies, I think. You've also, you also got to shout out Youngblood. Rob oh, yeah. Yeah. Swayze. So that was, a, yeah, that, was another one. that, that, that movie is fantastic. And I, <laughs> I was going to, I was going to throw in, I mean, we could talk about, we could have a whole podcast just talking about young blood, um, <laughs> but we won't today. And maybe but, we will. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think we got to, we do have to talk a little bit about just a couple of the I mean, mighty ducks three. I mean, you know, they win the Olympic medal, but then they can't beat the varsity team yeah. um, <laughs> in college. Something doesn't follow. Something happened there. Uh, they just came out with a thirty for thirty about the like a thirty for thirty on ESPN about the Mighty Ducks, and I think really? that's kind of like a preview for their, that new television show on Disney Plus the or Disney wherever Plus or, yeah. or Hulu, mm. wherever it is. It's on Disney Plus. Okay, there will be. And, there it is. And the first one showed uh, last Friday, so we're recording on March thirty first, and and the first one uh, premiered last Friday. Okay. There's also a really good one. It's called The Rocket. Which it's it's about Maurice the Rocket Richard, um, and, and then there's another one too, and this is I guess kind of documentary style, which is going to kind of relate to Miracle that we're going to talk about today. But Red Army, it's it's came yeah. out in 20. Have yeah. you seen that? It's it came Very out good. crazy. Yeah, it's like it's like looking at it from the other perspective, like what mm-hmm. it's like for the the Soviet Union, which is really pretty neat. Well, they had another documentary on um, fighters. What was that like Ice Guardians or I can't. Mm-hmm. That sounds right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kelly Chase yeah. one. Yeah. Yep. There were they had Kelly Chase, and they were talking about Bob Probert before he died, and they just had all the tough guys and kind of how that aspect of the game is starting to go away. But now, like you look at the game now, and there's a lot, there's a lot of fighting in the yeah, games recently. Like it's it's up, coming yeah. it's coming back in a big way this year for whatever reason. I think the schedule really has a. Big thing to do with it. You play these teams a bunch of games in a row. You, you you hold on to some animosities, or you know you really get a playoff push. You gotta you gotta throw your weight around. Was sudden death the movie? Whenever uh, Jean Claude Van Damme gets out on the ice, that's Is a movie. Yep, that's mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> yep. I I barely he gets remember. in a fight with the mascot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sure as shit wasn't gritty. I'll tell you that because gritty would have <laughs> fucked him up. <laughs> 
He'd have done the splits and punched him in the nuts, probably. Yeah, that's probably. Pretty much yeah. every Van Damme movie, right? I think we could just take probably out of that. Harder to do on ice, though, I would imagine. Or maybe you could argue easier. He did it suspended by ropes. I mean, it's just another bullet in the arsenal there, yeah. Of the nutshot arsenal. <laughs> Oh man, my buddy Josh listens to this. He's gonna love that because all of college, we would have constantly, anytime a Van Damme movie was on, or like we turned it into a drinking game of, of nut shots. Like if you kick somebody in the pills, you gotta you gotta take one. And some movies were there was one whenever he was on a train and he seemed to kick everyone in the genitals, maybe even women. I'm not even entirely sure, but it felt like it. Uh, JCVD. So, yeah. <laughs> So, so the uh, the ways that we're actually going to qualify which is the best movie, we've got different criteria that we're going to go off of. We're going to go off of plot. We're going to do characters. We're going to do the quotability of the movie. Uh, that should make pretty pretty good sense. It's uh, pretty straightforward. How often you can use the movie quotes, or if somebody says those movie quotes. Um, if you would immediately recognize the film it's from, their overall entertainment value, and then finally, how true to the game the, the movie comes off as. Um, so we'll, uh, we're going to go ahead and we're going to get started with the, uh, the Slapshot and Mighty Ducks crew is what we're going to start with first. So the Ragtag Fiction Group. Um, so the first one we're going to look at is Slapshot, and that was released in 1977. It's basically Let's... like a, a slightly variation of like a hockey version of Major League. Like, let's, let's, let's do dumb things on the ice to get people to want to watch it. Whenever I was looking for the IMDb plot, I think it just says, uh, if you look it up, it just says goon hockey. Like, it says like two <laughs> words for, for the actual <laughs> plot of this movie so here, here, here it is a, a failing ice hockey team finds success with outrageously violent hockey goonery <laughs> i mean maybe Love that it. is better <laughs> maybe that's like a way better version i'm i'm in for that i'm, I'm in for that, I, yeah oh, you I, sold I, me in goonery yeah <laughs> all right so let's go through this with uh with start with characters overall right um there's a couple of them uh, that are mainly major characters, but Reggie Dunlop, Paul Newman's the ma- the main one, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So overall, what are you guys... Uh, let's start with uh, Justin. So scale of 1 to 10, we can talk about the specifics of the characters, and then we'll give them uh, an overall scale of what we thought. 10 is the best, 1 is trash. The entire ensemble or The entire members? ensemble, yes, sir. All right, so... I'm going to start with a, with a basic number just to kind of set the... So I'm going to say a 7. All right. And honestly, the reason why it's that high, it, it's the Hanson brothers. I mean, every time they are on the screen, I am just... I don't know. Maybe maybe they're just complete goofballs that really I really associate with them, considering when I... <laughs> When I when I played hockey in in high school, I was on what was called the ugly line, and uh, so you you can infer there what we are. were what we were supposed to do. Uh, so I I have a special place in my heart for the Hanson brothers. Seven for me. There you go, Lambert. What do you got, man? I'm gonna go eight. All right, and it's 
it, it's not only it's not only like everything that Hildebrand said, like with with the Hansen brothers, but then with the, the one guy who cares and just the even the other members of the team are just so unique. But then also the players on the other teams, like especially yeah. like at the like towards the end where they where they bring all these players out of retirement, like Doctor yeah. Hook and like Tomahawk, who's like chasing people, like all of those characters and. The goalie's insane, and just where he's always, everybody's always correcting his English. Vones, yeah. owns, yeah. owns. Den- Denise, right? Yeah, Denise. Yeah. Yeah. So just, I think everybody just kind of adds to it. So I'm going to give it an eight. There you go. Mike, what do you got, man? Yeah, I think I'm in at a seven, too. I mean, you know, the, the Hansons are indelible characters that, uh, you know, are w- remembered well beyond the movie, and uh paul newman is kind of just a superstar that that really shines with the movie here but uh yeah you know there's a bunch of quotability just i think as one of our other ones but you just remember the the people uh of the movie so much that uh you'd like the when he's talking to him about the penalties on the tv spot yeah just pretty pretty hilarious and uh you know it really shines through the characters yeah, and I, I agree with uh, with Lambert, uh, everybody really, with uh, the ensemble of characters, right? Whenever you go through and you've got the guy who's who's always chasing tail and you've got the goalie who's a little bit out of his mind, right? And um, and then you've got the, the leading scorer, you've got the, the kind of team captain, you've got all those guys have you know playing on hockey teams. You can see other guys who you've played with that fall into those different categories. Um, so I think that, uh, for me, I'm going, I'm going eight with that, uh, as well. So let me throw something in here. Cause do you know who was supposed to be actually wanted the lead role? Al Pacino. <laughs> 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 so, but he couldn't skate. I was, and apparently, I was just going to say, and the director said, we don't have time to teach you how to skate. So question posed to everyone, is this a better movie with Al Pacino instead of Paul Newman? I don't see Al Pacino. Hooah! Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I would think it's, no. Yeah, yeah. There's, it, it would be. Oh man, that's terrible. And we talked about this after uh, after the bourbon episode. Whenever we discussed how Will Smith was, uh, he turned <laughs> down the role. It's going to be Neo. Yeah. Neo. yeah, to film the best movie ever, Wild Wild West. I am shocked that you had Will Smith trivia. Oh, you know, I, for days, Mike Shine, for days, man. Um, all right, so let's move on to quotability, and uh, let's go in reverse order on this one. Shine, what do you got, man? Oh, I mean, we're putting on the foil. It's uh, it's like a, an eight, right? I think uh, it's uh, just the thing you remember, you see them in, like they fucking brought their toys, or, you know, there's just a bunch of... <laughs> Just a, uh, hundreds of quotes about this movie, you know. I think kind of rewatching it, um, it's certainly a movie that could never be made today. Yeah, like, no uh, yeah, it's certainly not PC at all. But, but just some of those those one liners are pretty hilarious. Lambert, what do you got, man? I'm probably gonna. So I'm gonna go a little bit lower. Uh, and and when I think quotability, like I, I think. For a lot of the stuff, especially with all the movies that, that we've reviewed, it's a lot about like how often do you use the quotes like in day to day, like sure. in real life. And sure. I 
I can't think of a time where I actually use this stuff in real life. Like, other than, like, uh, uh, the only thing that I actually ever think of when he's talking about old-time hockey. Old-time hockey? Oh, yeah. piss on it. Eddie Shore? Piss on Eddie Shore. <laughs> 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 and I think about I think about him saying old-time hockey yeah. all the time. I don't know why. I think about it all the time. So that's really the only, that's, like, one of the only quotes that actually sticks with me in this pl- movie's. And plenty of people talk about old-time hockey right now, too, right? There's, and that seems to be a common theme of any generation of hockey uh, fan, where whatever era of hockey you, you grew up watching, you think that that's old-time hockey and the best kind of hockey, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I'm going to give it a five. All right, there you go. Justin, what do you got, man? Same number five, and it's the same reasons that Lambert just said. I, I do want to. I do. I need to say something though about as far as like how does this play now? Even back then, it didn't play very well as far as like appropriateness. So I, I, I found this little fun fact that apparently, and this is seventy-seven. So you know who knows what's going on then. Um, it, the movie was considered so inappropriate that even advertisements for the movie, they put additional warnings saying <laughs> certain language may be too strong for children. Like, not only before you see the movie, before you watch the preview for the movie, this is inappropriate. <laughs> you're, so. you're about to be offended, basically, is what they're saying right. there. Right, yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, uh, a little bit under Mike, but, uh, but definitely over, uh, over you two guys. I'm going to go with a seven. And it's it's the I would immediately know these from the movie. You know, I, whenever the um, the ref comes up to the Hanson brothers and starts chirping them, whenever he's saying you better play a clean game or whatever, and he says I'm trying to listen to the fucking song. <laughs> D'Souza would say that all the time whenever he had a chance, man. And and that and the entire beginning of the movie, I absolutely love whenever Denis is getting uh, interviewed. And if somebody says, you know, I'm going, I, I had a penalty, and yeah, I felt shame. Like I know exactly <laughs> what they're talking about. Um, and and you know, why would you do? Uh, do you uh, high sticking? Do you do that? Oh no, never, never. Why not? Against the rules. Like it's just that. Ba- <laughs> it's just that basic of an explanation. It's against the rules, man. I don't do that kind of stuff. So I'm uh, I'm running in with the with the solid seven on this one. Yeah, it was kind of um, similar to the end of that game with O'Reilly when he was did he was like, oh, they they kept cheating there, they're going to get called for it eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, entertainment value. Uh, so overall, Lambert, what do you think, man? You watch this movie, you enjoying it? Uh, I mean, scale yes. one to ten. Yeah. So I'll, entertainment value, I will go back up to an eight again because it is a very entertaining film. Again, it's and and that, and from a. I'm not a movie snob. I'm looking. I'm watching a movie to be entertained. I don't care if it's going to win any awards. I could care yeah. less about that stuff. Like, did I leave entertained? Then it did its job, and this movie always does its job. So I'm gonna go with eight. For sure. Yeah. I on a related note, I insomnia uh, kicked in last night, and I woke up at one o'clock and couldn't get back to bed. And thankfully. Godzilla vs. Kong uh, recently released, so I had a chance to watch that, and people murdered that movie on their reviews, and I liked it, man. I thought it was a pretty good movie overall, but uh, that's not the the kind of movie we're talking about here, so let's go uh, shine, man. What do you got? 
Uh, I'm a little lower. I mean, you know, rewatching this again, it, it's a pretty raunchy movie, and uh, while certainly entertaining, I probably would say more of a six. Justin, where are you coming in? I, I like that rating. I'm going to go with a six as well. And that also has a lot to do with I'm comparing the other ones we're about to talk about. And I'm almost like in my head ranking which one of these four would I watch sure. over <laughs> the other ones. And that's probably why this is is rated so low for me. And I'm going to come in at a six also. Because whenever I'm watching the movie and it's a part that I really enjoy, I'm in. I'm completely and totally in. I'm paying attention. I'm watching every single minute of those scenes. If it's one of the scenes that I that I could care less, whenever they're trying to advance the story, and uh, and it's not one of the, the the quotable parts of the movie, you know, I'm on my phone or I'm doing something different and uh, and not paying that close attention to it overall. So, uh, yeah, I'm coming in with a six there again, and then we're going to uh, to true to life for hockey. So on this one, I'm going to go ahead and and I'm putting it up. I'm putting it up pretty high. I'm going to go with an eight on this one. Um, again, whenever I look at the characters in this movie and whenever I look at, um, at the style of hockey that was being played kind of around those times and in the fact that, that players' goals sometimes are to completely and totally put cheeks in the seats. If you look at, uh, at Ryan Reeves being in Las Vegas, there's a reason that he got his last ticket was $3.75 million in Las Vegas. He never would have got that money anywhere else. So it's, it's for me, it's the entire ensemble, the fact that I can see guys that I played with before in those characters, eight. What do you think, Mike? Yeah, I was right at an eight, too. Uh, you know, there's plenty of stories in, in the NHL about going into the stands and, you know, getting in fights with, you know, all the time. And these guys are in the minors and that's, you know, half the league's there to prove they can move up and half the league's there just to wail on each other. And that's that's the ECHL. That's usually what they're not talking about the A. They're talking about, yeah, they're talking about even lower than that. Yeah. So, Lambert, keep going, man. Uh, I'm going to go seven. Yeah, that's all I got. I got nothing. All right, <laughs> Justin. What about you, man? I got I got a little more than that. I'm actually going to say nine, and I think it's because, I mean, especially during the time period, the late '70s. I mean, even in the league in the NHL, like they're just the way that they're playing, the way they're skating, everything about their mannerisms. All right, so here's here's a little fun fact. So apparently, almost all the players that are in the game scenes, besides like the even the Hanson brothers, actually played for the Johnstown Jets out of Pennsylvania, and that's who this whole thing is based off of. It was a minor pro North American Hockey League. Hmm. So, like, even the people, the extras that are in the, on, the, on the ice are actual players in this similar league. I think that speaks to, like, how accurate um, it's being portrayed. For sure. And that's, that's similar to, to Miracle, too, and I know we'll get into that here before too terribly long, but yep. the, the casting director for Miracle they casted based off of who could play hockey first and then they figured we can teach hockey players how to act uh to your al pacino point earlier we can't teach actors <laughs> how to play how hockey to, how to skate you know what I, mean? I would i would love to right now whatever al pacino's doing in this moment i would love to just see him lace up 
and go out and try and how old's that man right now anyway right he's got to be in his 70s 70s for mm-hmm. sure yeah yeah see him uh, strap on the foil and see how he goes so well, i want to add one more thing to that you guys know who i'm sure you everyone knows bruce uh, boudreau yeah. yeah so there there's a scene or a couple scenes uh, reggie his apartment that's actually bruce boudreau's apartment and he played for the jot the jets as well that is absolutely perfect. So I can't I, fun see. Facts. I can't actually. I can't picture Boudreaux playing hockey. <laughs> right? <but> yeah. <laughs> certainly seeing him. Right. But apparently he did at some point. I, yeah. I can't even picture he had the helmet a fitting coach. on his head. He's got, he's got a weeble-like build. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. Al Pacino turns eighty-one in April. Yeah. There you go. Eighty-one in April. Yeah, Boudreaux wow. would have to wear one of those Yofa helmets dome. for sure, Old just to kind of uh, yeah, to <laughs> form to his dome. Luckily, um, back then they didn't have to wear helmets, so he probably never had to worry about that. Probably didn't Be- because he would have had to have worried about that. <laughs> he would have <laughs> heed custom, <laughs> yeah, custom heed. All right, uh, Mighty Ducks. Yeah, so Mighty Ducks came out in ninety two, nineteen ninety two. That's crazy to think it came out that right. long ago. Mm-hmm. It's about Gordon Bombay, who is a hotshot lawyer, and he's uh, well, he's kind of haunted by his childhood memories uh, when he used to. He was a star player, basically, in this um, this little league hockey, whatever you want to call it. He loses the winning shot or the winning the winning goal in a shootout, ends up losing the game and the approval of his coach. So, flash forward now, he's been charged with drunk driving. The court orders him to coach a pee wee hockey team, which is the worst in the league. Gordon is, at first, very reluctant. However, he eventually gains the respect of the kids and teaches them how to win, gaining a sponsor on the way, and giving the team the name The Ducks. And in the finals, they face Gordon's old team. Oh, by the way, spoiler alert, they make it to the finals. (laughs) They play Gordon's old team, who is coached by Gordon's old coach, giving Gordon a chance to face old ghosts. The word old was in that last sentence a lot of times. Old Old ghosts. Old ghost, old coach. Old. This movie is old. This movie is old. We're old. <laughs> the fact yeah. that it came out in '92 and I saw it in theaters makes me feel old. I yes. saw it at the dollar, uh, the dollar theater with my family. How yeah. very exciting! Um, all right, so let's start. Uh, let's start breaking it down. Um, Mighty <laughs> Ducks character. Right, let's start with uh, the characters. Uh, Justin, you you let us into this. Keep it going, man. I love Emilia Estevez, who plays Gordon Bombay. I I like anyone who is a descendant of the Sheen family line, basically, or actually the Estevez family line. Um, Joshua Jackson, I mean, this is basically, this is pre-Dawson's Creek. Joshua Jackson plays Charlie Conway. Um, So, oh, let's not forget Mike Madano makes a uh, a little guest star appearance. And uh, is the other one Basil McRae? Oh, I think you're right. Uh, I think it is Basil McRae. I think it's Basil, Basil. McRae is uh, whenever I IMDb'd this movie, Basil McRae comes in as um, not. I almost said Dallas Stars uh, comes in as North Star player number t- uh, number one, and Mike Madano comes in as North Star player number two. Mike Madano wow. nearly one. Uh, he played one thousand four hundred ninety nine games. Scored 561 goals, 813 assists, 1,374 points, 
player number two. North player, Star player number two. North Star player number two. Not Mike Madano as himself. As himself, <laughs> exactly. Like, which would be the proper way to bill it. But, uh, yeah. One of, one of the greatest U.S.-born players of all time. Player number two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Player number two. <laughs> I, I've also got to get a shout-out to Lane Smith, who plays Coach Riley. And I think we all remember Lane Smith from Son-in-Law, obviously. <laughs> no. Oh, man. <laughs> right? Um, but so, so <laughs> having said that, I think it's a really great ensemble. But I think that the reason why well, I'm not going to give it like a really high number is because, well, there are a lot of young kid actors and many of them didn't really move on to anything else. I mean, you've got the heavy hitters of Emilio Estevez, obviously. Um, but that's really pretty much it. So I'm, I'm going to give it now. Hold on. But they do a great job. I do have to say that as well. So I guess I don't really know what I'm rating here, but I'm going to go ahead and give it like a six. That's my rating deal mike shine <laughs> i would i i went higher and i would say an eight i think that it's rare that i remember the names of the characters from the movie and charlie conway and fulton reed i mean you remember their full names as characters from a movie in 1992 i think that uh the characters are pretty indelible and uh, you i remember every moment you know you, you adam banks and Gee, i mean Jermaine, you just yeah you got them Lester all mr averman uh, um, what, Hans, uh, yeah, yeah, Hans, Hans, Franz, Pfeffer, and Goldberg. Goldberg. What's Goldberg's first name? The goalie. The goalie oh. is his last name. That's his last name. Oh, that's yeah. right. First name's yeah. Goldberg. Yeah. But but yeah, um, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, shine. I'm gonna agree with you, man. It's and I, I, Justin, I, I say I agree too that they're they're kid actors, but man, they they just. I, I was in, man. Uh, I bought into it. I was in. I thought that each one of them had their had their little nuances. You know, uh, Carp taking pucks uh, to the face, and uh, and Peter just chirping him the whole time. Uh, every single one of those players, I uh, I really identified with. And then uh, and then Emilio, obviously, with it being a recorded medium, you couldn't see whenever I said Emilio. Mike Shine tipped his cap. Like the mighty this. duck man. <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go eight two. Lambert, what do you got, man? I will echo Hildebrand, and I will go six. There you go. For all the reasons that everybody else already said. So there's no Deal. reason to get into it anymore. Deal. Uh, quotability, Lambert. Keep it going. Quotability. So this one, I feel like it's a little bit more. Um. I still fail to remember. I, I can't really recall actually quoting this movie other than like Flying V. Like, I mean, that's the one that everybody's like, oh, Flying V. Like, you never see it in real life, but you always call for it and you hope that it's going to happen and that it never really does. Um, so I'll go seven. So, cool. Uh, Justin, what do you got? Yeah, I'm going, I'm going uh, eight. And I, I think this is one that I, I had. I definitely used to quote a lot and, and also thought that the flying V could be a legitimate hockey play for a few years of my hockey playing career. It, it is not just it so you know, <laughs> you are going to have a work. breakaway the other way. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't work. Yes. The way it's portrayed in the second one is very accurate as to against, what actually went against happened. Iceland. Yeah. Against That's, Iceland. Yeah. But knock, knock everybody down five on. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I'm even thinking like, uh, just Goldberg, the goalie or yeah. like, do you know what sarcasm is? No. Like, I mean, I still say that. Yeah. So there are quite a few amazing quotes in this one. 
Mike, what do you got, man? I think I'm also at an eight. Like, uh, I mean, you've never called anybody a cake eater, or uh, uh, <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, I, actually, I for I, I'm glad you mentioned that. So I, well, I taught at a different school, and they knew I was from a a school that was considered more affluent, and my students called me cake eater, <laughs> and they got me a cake that said cake eater on it. So did did you have some? <laughs> I took a picture. I had a piece. I, had I, 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 I laid into it. I mean, it's fine. I, I, yeah. I enjoy it. I embraced it. Did but, you share that? Did they also have cake? Or did, were you just sitting they, there they, all by yourself eating the cake? They weren't allowed they to eat any. Yeah. I just sat in the, I sat in the corner and this cried a little mine. bit. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. But there's, uh, you know, the take the hurt, take the fall, act hurt, get indignant, or uh, wear thick socks. I mean, there's plenty of uh, quite repeatable lines that I remember from this movie. Yeah, and I'm gonna go eight. Also, the you know, um, same quotes. You've got uh, quack quack quack, Mister Ducksworth. You've got the whole quack 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 thing all together, right? Yeah. Uh, which I'm sure that Mighty Ducks fans, absolutely. Well, I guess Ducks fans now. Did you part quack at the principal? Yeah. Are we ducks or what? Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm a duck. I'll be a duck. Uh, and I. Again, not PC at the moment, and and really probably wasn't at the time. But you're talking about the Oreo line, right? Yeah. And uh, you talk about a quarter of an inch one way and a quarter of an inch the other, right? Um, yeah, all those reasons, I'm I'm rocking an eight. Uh, for entertainment value, I'm I'm going nine. I know it's high, uh, but but I'm absolutely going to give this bad boy a nine because I would watch this movie. I would watch Mighty Ducks one before I would watch any Mighty Ducks. And if you told me that all four of those movies were on TV, um, this would probably be the one that I would tune in and watch the most uh, uh, right away. They were all happening at the same time. I'm going to watch this one. There's a fourth one? All four of these movies. Okay. Uh, Mr. Yeah, no. There's not a fourth I one. I knew there was three. There's just a Disney Plus that's going to span however long, right? Which, spoiler alert, uh, it starts off with a bunch of people, uh, well, it starts off with two kids sitting down and recording a hockey podcast for, <laughs> for the Ducks, so. Um, it's close I to home, told, man. Yeah, I haven't told my wife about that yet. <laughs> if she wants to watch it, I know she's going to be chuckling the whole damn time, man. She's going, like, Eric, which one, which one of these guys is you? Which one's Mike? <laughs> Shut up, Bridget. <laughs> Are one of them um, Emilio and one of them? No, right. just, <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's kids. It's right. younger ones, uh, way younger than the four of us. But uh, Justin, what about you, man? What do you think of entertainment wise? Yeah, it's not. I'm not. It's not my highest ranked one of the four, but it's definitely second highest ranked. Yeah. And so for that reason, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it an eight. Deal. I do really enjoy, and and I I do think this is the best of the Mighty Duck films as well. Yeah. Yep. Not totally, just the yes. mo- not just the movies. I know I was saying that sarcastically. Not just the movies we're also listening to uh, this evening. But yeah, Mike, what do you got? Yeah, I think I'm a nine too. It's uh, it's just hits you right in the nostalgia. I mean, who's ever hurt their wrist and tried to hold the hockey stick? Right. I mean, there's just I uh, I just did that last weekend. Yeah, so many in, too, in, indelible things with the movie. No, no, it's Banks. The wrist. Yeah, he, Are you he, sure? Banks. Because banks. Yeah. yeah. Okay comes back to the team are you going to be able to make it Uh, look coach you know clearly he's okay because he can hold a stick no that's d2 because charlie 
is Charlie SD2 takes his, takes his sweater off and lets Russ keep playing, mm-hmm. and and then Charlie goes behind the bench. I'm 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 ninety nine point nine percent sure that the wrist is D two. Right. He yep. goes in. He goes into the net and gets and and busts up his shoulder. Cross check. Cross check. One of the Hawks player. He says, "What did you? Why? What'd you do? My job. <laughs> like yeah. the most hardcore BA guy on the Hawks. Um, so he goes off on a stretcher. And again, Cake Eater gets called right before they go out there. He yeah. says, "Just, uh, just beat him, will you? All right, Cake Eater. I love it. Yeah, definitely D two. But I like your nine, Lambert. What do you got, man?" Or no, Justin, you look like what do you got, man? Well, uh, hold on. Well, no, Lambert, give your scoring first, and I want to I want to throw some casting what ifs at you. Casting what ifs, I like it. Um, I'm going to go seven point five, and I think I'm. If you ask, like, sixteen year old me, or whenever this movie, well, how, yeah. how old was I when this movie came out? Uh, I was like 10, eleven 12. when this movie yeah. came out. So you, if you ask thirteen year old me, me, it's an eleven. Yeah, for sure. It's pro- or a twelve on a scale of ten. Like yeah. it's it's the greatest movie in the history of mankind. But you ask forty year old me, and I look back <laughs> on it, and I'm just like, mm, like, it sure. just. I think to use to use your analogy, like to use your comparison of if all four of these movies are on, which one am I watching? Yeah. I'm not choosing this one. I'm choosing right. yeah. a different one. Yeah. Yep. Casting. Casting what ifs, man. Okay, Drops well, all right. So, so right now, your your rankings is seven five, and this is for everyone. I, I got a couple different casting potentials could have happened. What if Jake Gyllenhaal is playing Joshua Jackson's character? I buy it. Yeah, yeah, I'm good with it. Uh, all right. I think he it's was. Su- yeah, he could have done it. He was supposed to, but apparently his parents wouldn't let him. Uh, Leo DiCaprio. Was also supposed to be or auditioned for Charlie Conway. Man, I don't know if I can. Joshua wow. Jackson's guy. Yeah. He tells everybody that. Leo. Like he's a high on Joshua too. Jackson. I'd be out Leo Di- Leonardo DiCaprio to be yeah, you know, Charlie Conway. He, he went on to go Casey. do what's hitting Gilbert's grape, and then yeah. <laughs> all right, and I got I got a, a few more, and this is this is all for Gordon Bombay. Of of this of these people I'm going to list, is there anyone that would have been better than Emilio Estevez? So Charlie Sheen. Bill Murray, Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks, and Michael J. Fox. Tom Hanks. Because he can do anything. Ooh. Okay. I, 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 don't dis- I don't disagree with that. I don't know, I don't know if I see Bill Murray. That, that's a weird one. Mm-hmm. Bill could probably do it, but yeah, I think that's a weird one. Um, but Tom Hanks, for sure. He could have done it. I'm going to go with Hanks and Michael J. Fox, because Michael J. Fox is a hockey player. Like, he... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, what was the TV show he's on? Spin City. Whenever he would uh, cruise around in, in rollerblades uh, around the around City Hall, um, and uh, and he legit played hockey. So uh, I think that that could have added a, a different element uh, to the to the movie for sure. I'm sure Tom Cruise could have done it. Right, got really intense in the role and learned how to just be the fastest skater. I mean, he's a good runner. Like that's a Tom Cruise yeah. thing. Just how how, <laughs> how fast well he, how he fast runs he in movies. Yeah, how photogenic to, it is. Yeah, he has to sprint in every single movie he's in. Mm-hmm. Is this pre Scientology Tom Cruise? I guess. Uh, I think it's any yeah, Tom yeah, Cruise. yeah. Uh, all right. So true to hockey. Um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give it a, a, a 10. 
and and I know that that's an incredibly it's the highest score but the main part that I identify with with these guys is whenever Bombay is making the pitch to Ducksworth and he's talking about how um, trying to change him from District 5 to Mighty Ducks and he says you know these kids are going out there and playing hockey with old uh, issues of the Inquirer taped to their pads uh, taped to their shins instead of pads man whenever I grew up playing hockey I grabbed anything that I could to pretend like it was hockey equipment our goalie stick was a tennis racket our blocker was a uh, our blocker was a, a shin pad like the biggest shin pad we had we had pillows that we put under our our shirt right and uh, and I think we used old um, old uh, uh, couch cushions for our, our leg pads as a goalie man so it just it hits home it hits the nostalgia and and 10 all the way for me childhood hockey 10 um, Mike what about you yeah I, I think I'm a uh, nine again just uh, you know it it just is uh, the epitome of, of I guess remembering hockey like you wanted the jerseys you wanted everything from it it was just uh yeah like i said nostalgia justin what do you got so i I do agree that if you're talking like peewee little league whatever you want to call it hockey yeah there's 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 a lot of that those elements to it even the business side behind it like how expensive it is to play any hockey much less ice hockey they don't really break out the roller hockey till mighty ducks too um (laughs) But then you have Fulton shooting pucks through nets every time he takes a slap shot. Yeah, and it gets a little, little, a little unrealistic, I guess. In sure. certain, in some some of the plays they draw up again, we've already mentioned, aren't necessarily uh, for super effective. And so for that reason, also the deke, that's not a very good deke. It's I mean, not. let's just I, I want to yeah. put that out there. Um, like left, right, shoot, like that's it. I mean that that works on like three times. NHL. You do it three times though. That works. That works well on NHL '93. That does not work well <laughs> in real hockey. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it a seven though, just for the backstory stuff. I think it's really well done. Cool, Lambert. I will I will echo that for all the same reasons. Seven. Some of the so, I mean some of it is believable, especially when especially when you know Bombay decides that he wants to actually coach them and like teaches them like with the eggs and like understanding how to accept a pass and all that stuff, but then. Some of the other things are just a little, a little too much for me. Cheesy. I th- the sentiments yeah. there, but I, but listen. Also, passing eggs on ice does not work either. I've tried that before. <laughs> have you? It does not work. <laughs> Maybe I just don't have the soft hands. Again, I was on the ugly line. So you were on the same. ugly line. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've got Slapshot and Mighty Ducks were our head-to-head. Anybody got guesses on which one came out? I'm going to say Mighty Ducks came out. Mighty Ducks. You, Shine, what do you think? Oh, ducks. Ducks. Ducks did come out. Yeah, by uh, by all of our points, Slapshot had 113, and Quack, Quack, Quack came in at 125.5. So uh, Mighty Ducks will move on to meet the winner of uh, Miracle and Mystery. So we'll check that out, and we'll see where we're headed here. Um so, uh, Miracle, Lambert, you're up. Miracle. So, the plot, according to IMDb, Miracle came out in 2004. 
It is the inspiring, true, well, based on true story of a team that transcended the sport and united a nation with a new feeling of hope. Based on the true story of one of the greatest moments in sports history, the tale captures a time and place where differences could be settled by games and a cold war could be put on ice. In 1980, the United States ice hockey team's coach, Herb Brooks, took a ragtag squad of college kids up against the legendary juggernaut of the Soviet Union at the Olympic Games. Despite the long odds, Team USA carried the pride of a, a nation yearning for a distraction from world events. With the world watching, the team rose to the occasion, prompting broadcaster Al Michaels' now famous question to the millions of viewers at home, do you believe do in you miracles? Believe in miracle. Yes. Hell yes. Even though not a lot of people were watching that movie, be, or watching that game, because well, it didn't get a lot of air, and they really didn't watch it live. They watched the replay the next day, but that's beside the point. Yeah, it was in Russia. It aired at, like, midnight or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it was in, like, Plaza, New York. Okay, that's what it was. It was right, here, okay. but, like, it nobody it was saw on it. Most people were just watching Tape the delay, right? Yeah. Yeah. They saw it, yeah, they saw it in the newspaper before they... What a bummer thing, man. What a... What a, just a terrible way to experience yeah. a game. Oh, they won. Well, let's go back and, and try to oh, let's, experience let's see what that now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. TiVo or DVR, Different time, yeah. Wonderful mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So um, I'm going to get this started with, with characters overall. And I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to throw out uh, an eight here. And it's carried heavily by Herb Rooks. Um, uh, you know, Michael Ruzioni and and uh, Jimmy Craig. Uh, those are the main ones that are carry- doing the heavy lifting on this. But uh, Herb Brooks by himself is, well, not Herb Brooks. Uh, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell by himself is uh, is just rock solid in this in this movie and uh, and makes it worth watching by himself. Justin, what do you think, man? I 100% agree. I think that Kurt Russell just does an incredible job, and they look alike. I mean, that, and I think that's like <laughs> it's pretty really, close. It's very important to me in, the, in these kind of recreated films. Noah Emmerich, who again we all know from, what do we know him from? from the Americans. Uh, oh yes, the Americans. I was gonna say, the one with uh, Jim Carrey, but I'm blanking on the movie right now. Um, but anyway, so oh, uh, uh, Truman. Truman. Thank you, Truman uh, Show. Yeah, Truman, yes, yes, yeah. yes. Aruzi, I mean, all the characters, they, they, it's very believable that they are coaches, that they're the real-life people, that they play hockey, um, that they clearly know what they're doing on the ice. And just, it, it's, you buy into, like, this, this uh, you know, they are the ragtag, hate to keep using that term, but it's the, I mean, the yeah. same thing is that they're, they're, they're a hodgepodge of all these players that hate each other, and you kind of get that. You, really, like, you feel like they do not like each other. I mean, um, I just think it's incredibly well done. And uh, so I'm going to give it, I'm giving it a nine. I think the cast is great. Or the characters are great too. Mike, what are you thinking, buddy? Yeah, I think a eight would probably be where I would go just for, you know, similar reasons. It's, uh, uh, you know, Herb Brooks, it kind of really brought him to light. Lots of pensive moments at a chalkboard. But, uh, you know, so he just, uh, uh, all the cast just really stood out. You, you made you believe that they were the real people. Lambert, where are you at? Going 8.5 for a lot of the same reasons. And even on the other side, you know, look at the Russian guys. Yeah. They were, they were cast pretty well. I mean, you don't, you don't hear them speak English, but <laughs> um, like the, the, how animated the Russian coach got and like all the players on the opposite side, like they, 
they all knew what they were doing out there when they were on the ice. Yep. And that Khrushchev looks like the real one, too. Does he? <laughs> he really does. <laughs> Pretty spot on. Uh, so then, quotability. Uh, Lambert, what do you got, man? Uh, so this one, like, I mean, it's... Again. Again. That's it, right? Yeah. Again. Yeah. And for me, like, not a lot of the... Like, when you think of a quotable movie, like, if we were talking about, like, kind of the proxies, like Shine mentioned, like, Happy Gilmore would kill all <laughs> yeah. of these. Yeah. yeah. But that's the kind of movie it is. So, like, these movies weren't made for stuff like that. So the quotability on these are all pretty kind of lacking. So I'm going to say six. Mike, what do you got, man? Yeah, I, th- I thought so as well. I mean, you know, they have some of those, uh, like, really cinematic scenes that they'll play at the Blues game. They'll cut into the speech that they give oh, at the, the end. Yeah. But, you know, but for the most part, I think you just kind of remember the flow of the movie, and there's a couple of memorable scenes and quotes, so it's six, I think. Justin, where are you at? Yeah, I would agree. I'm, I'm saying six. I think there are a lot of really good one-liners, but they're not necessarily one-liner quotes you'd use again in regular dialogue. Like one of the best ones is they're talking about the Russians and do these guys ever smile? And Jack O'Callaghan says they get shot, they smile. Like that is funny. It's a really good line, but you don't you don't say that a lot in, in normal. You know? that doesn't come up much. No. It doesn't come up often for no. some reason. Yeah. And and the, for good I, reason. I, you got to mention the do they do they do you believe in miracles? Obviously, right. is the most iconic line from this whole thing. Mm-hmm. But again, it's memorable. But you do not go around quoting that. Um, at least I don't. Yeah. No. And uh, so that's why that's why I'm kind of giving it a lower number. Yeah. And I was I'm right in there with six with you guys too, honestly. Um, and and for all the same reasons, uh, you know, the the quotes that are there that that I remember that I would put out there to see if somebody knew that movie. Um, are quotes that make the hair on my arms stand up, right? Like the again, and whenever Mike Ruzioni says, you know, um, it, it says his name and then says, play for the United I States play of America. For, yeah, I play for the United I, I got goosebumples. I got who do you, goosebumples. Who do you play then. for? Yeah, yeah. And then yep. he says, you're done. Now you can go. Like, oh man, what a moment. What a great moment. And, and the jersey. The name on the front is is way more important than the name on the back. Get that through your head, right? And then again, oh man, that scene by itself is is worth uh, is worth a five. And then the speech uh, before is ah, I'm going to change it. I'm going to change the seven. I'm going to seven. I'm convincing <laughs> myself. I'm convincing myself to to raise it. So so, uh, so I remember I remember watching that movie, uh, watching Miracle with Jordan for the first time, and. You know, they get to that scene where they, they play Sweden. He's like, goal line, that one. And I'm convinced that my that my soccer coach in high school must have read a book about Herb Brooks because <laughs> he did the same thing to us after a game. Yeah. We had just played a game, and we lost, and that was not, we had, that was a team that we had no business losing to. So he was, he was making us do full field sprints after the game. While like while everybody like all the parents are leaving, the opposite team's leaving, and we're just hauling ass back and forth, and he's doing the same thing. Like he's talking a little bit, blowing the whistle, Got talking it. a little bit more, blowing the whistle, and eventually we see like you know, it wasn't that as, that... wasn't as bad as that. But did you win a gold medal after no. that practice? <laughs> we won districts that, that year, but that was about it. Yeah, that, 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 
I think that's the high school equivalent of gold medal. Hildebrand, that was Horace. I was about to say that's gold of Cole Horace. Yeah, that's Horace. You know that you know that when filming this they actually made the players do that. Now they didn't do it after a three to three tie in a real game, but they did like keep recording it twelve hours a day for three days. Wow. Is what they did to actually film this with the actors, so it looked realistic, and it did. Like you can, it's were, hard to act. Like, they were exhausted. <laughs> I mean, there are moments where they, you can tell, they literally cannot control like their their extremities, and and that, and you don't get that unless you've just been skating your your ass off for for however many hours in a row. Yeah, and the, and the goalies are the goalies are at the end of the whole thing the whole time. Like, oh man, I can't imagine going around with all that equipment. And he's yelling at the goalies, "Hurry up!" Yeah, come on, Jesus, man. Cool. Man. give them a break. <laughs> <laughs> they can't move that fast. Yeah, Shine, what do you got for entertainment value? Uh, entertainment value, I think it's an, an eight. I mean, it's a, a classic story. So not only is it the you know the true to life story, but it's also told really well. And um, I think you know there's a couple of times where you'll click across it on the TV, and it's at uh, you know the again part, and you just kind of pick it up from there and, and keep going. So I think it's uh, an eight. Lambert, what do you got, man? I'm going to go nine. Uh, this is, like again, using the same comparison of these four are on. I'm watching this one every single time. Yep. I don't yep. know. I don't know why, but this is just like if it's, if it's on TV, I'm watching it. And then every now and then it's like, I haven't seen this in a while. I got to watch it again. Yeah. Yeah. Justin, what about you, bud? I mean, you don't you don't know why you watch this. Of course, you know well, why. Of course, I know why. It, I watch it for because the end. it makes you want to run down the street with an American <laughs> flag, just you know, just waving back and forth. Not quite. Uh, it just, I mean, just the patriotism and everything, and just, I mean, and I, there's only like there's almost like multiple parts of this film. Yeah. If it's ninety percent of the time, I'm going to watch the whole thing through. If I started from the beginning, but it is like the training camp part, picking the players, and then once you start playing those games. It's like I mean I'm watching the whole thing no matter what. It is it is that the ending part is incredible. So I'm yep. giving it a nine. This is this is my of these four films the most entertaining for me. Yeah, and and I'm going to come in at eight five on this one um, for the same reasons that you all are talking about. You know the the games, even though you know the outcome, uh, you don't care. The the storytelling is just so so rock solid, and and the acting is perfect. And uh, the flow of the games is is great. The fact that they don't have to show the backs of these players' heads, like we alluded to earlier, they casted hockey players and taught them how to act. Um, the fact that they don't have to pan to just the back of somebody's head and say, oh, look at the back of the jersey and come up with who that is. You can actually see these guys out there skating and playing. Uh, I think that's strong for me too. So uh, 8-5. And that kind of leads me into also that true to hockey element of it too, right? I'm going to go ahead and throw this one. This is a 10 for me um, mm -hmm. for for the, the true to hockey. Uh, building a team with every type of situational hockey in mind, not just putting the superstars all on one team. Um, the the home life for Herb Brooks and he had to you know talk to his wife about all the time that he was spending his wife saying you know I need you here I need you now and he said I need to be studying for this this is important this is more than just a game this is for the country this is for all this different stuff um it, it, it's great and um 
you know, uh, every single aspect of it, pulling the goalie, talking about Jimmy, talking to Jimmy Craig about how it's everyone's goal after they, they net 10 on him. So I, uh, true to hockey, perfect 10 for me. Uh, Lambert, what do you got? Same 10, all the same reasons. (laughs) Mike shine. What do you got, man? Yeah, I think uh, I keep it going with the 10, you know, it's just, it's based on the, the most famous American hockey story and it, does a really good job of telling it so 10 justin i'm glad i get to go last on this one i'm not going to give it a 10 i think that the play i mean okay listen the scenes of them playing and the backstory with the wife like that's all fantastic and even just like the whole selection of the team process but i also whenever there's a movie that's like based on a true story i always like to look up like how actually factual it is and it always bothers me the the, the small things they change just for no reason like why why did you change it doesn't even, doesn't even really add yeah. I, I don't know so i mean there so there are like for example i guess it does add to this story but i feel like there's so much drama in this story anyway it almost is like what did you really need that extra additional thing like like for example um rob and jack you know they hate each other yeah and and rob cost jack the championship that never even happened rob wasn't even in college at that point he was still in high school so it's like they didn't like each other because they played against they, you know, the teams were, were rivals, but um, I don't know. They just added that just to, I guess, ham it up, make it a little more dramatic. I wish Jack O'Callaghan was missing teeth like he is in real life. That bothered me a little bit. I mean, that that was like, when you know, he's over there celebrating in real life. You see those shots, and he's just, I mean, he's got no teeth at all. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but I guess up. the actor, yeah. I get it. Maybe he's too pretty. You know, yeah. you know fix that. <laughs> Rest, fancy. Was Rest in peace. Roles. Oh, yeah? E- e- yeah, that guy, that guy died. A few years ago, the guy who played uh, O'Callaghan, yeah. Yikes. Mm. Also, the stadium rinks. Sorry, I didn't mean to move on. That is sorry, R.I.P. But uh, also, the rinks. They're, <laughs> that was they're playing so in disingenuous. <laughs> no. <laughs> Rest in <laughs> peace. All, all uh, due respect. I didn't mean. And, and the, <laughs> the most peace. Jesus. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Is, yeah. The is, rinks okay. were really bad. Oh shit. I mean, sincerely, really that, is, that is terrible. <laughs> that is very terrible, and I am sorry to hear that. He was a great actor. Sorry. Now, the, the rinks. rinks were <laughs> – they're the small NHL-sized rinks, and obviously they're not the Olympic hockey rinks that they're supposed to be European-sized rinks. I don't know. Little things here and there. So I'm going to say seven. So, ooh. Damn. Blast for me. Yeah, I, I was hearing you out. I didn't think we were going to go that low. Uh, I, mean, I didn't say two. I said seven. Seven's a pretty good score. It's true. It's true. All right. Um, so we have – hit on miracle and mike you're uh, you're up for introducing uh mystery alaska sir so yeah our last movie is uh mystery alaska uh came out in 1999 and uh when mystery alaska's amateur hockey team question mark it's kind of like the the <laughs> town that forms the team they accept a challenge to play the new york rangers and the entire population of the city must put their differences aside and band together as a small town um, when they become the center of a nationally televised event. So the film's loosely based on the 1905 Stanley Cup game between the Ottawa Senators and the Dawson City Nuggets. And uh, the, all the New York Rangers refused to participate in the film. All right, cool. Let's, uh, let's start off with uh, characters. Lambert, what do you got, man? Characters, lots of memorable characters in these. Skank Martin, Skank, <laughs> Skank. 
the what first a guy terrible yeah same here what a terrible but perfect name for somebody it's a perfect who's, name who's for a, a man whore. yeah 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 <laughs> yeah uh, but i mean lots of lots of people in this movie burt reynolds is in this Turd no. Ferguson. Turd Ferguson, yeah. <laughs> uh, Russell Crowe is the town sheriff. And, like, the, kind of the way that they do it, it's like, the, you know, the, the grocery store clerk's the leading score. And they even talk about this. Like, the captain's the town sheriff. The fastest skater is a high school kid. So, it, like, it's a it's a small town. They have some, you know, I don't, I don't know what the PC word is, but I'm not, I'm not even going to say it. They have Native Americans. Indigenous. Indigenous peoples, yep, whatever they're called, go. they have. You, you know, it. I mean, because it's Alaska, so yeah. Yep. Inuit be there too, indigenous. Inuit yeah. was they, what they Inuit. called it in the movie. Yeah. There you go. Hey, well, it was '99, so that was a different time. So I don't even know if you can say that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, so I'm gonna give it. I'll give it 7.5. 7. I like the the sum of the parts. There you go, Justin. What do you got, man? Yeah, you you forgot some of the best characters. You've got Tree, played by Kevin Durant. He, I love Kevin Durant. He's fantastic. Hank Azaria. That was mm-hmm. gonna I mean, be he, my one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's into so many things, and even uh, Mary McCormick, she's great. So I think this probably has the, I would say, as far as the acting, you know, a, I don't know, accolades. I yeah, guess kind maybe of the weight of the actors. The chops. Right? The chops. I'm gonna go. I'm going. <laughs> I got I to gotta say, I'm going to say 8.5. Mike, what do you got? Yeah, I think, uh, well, I had never seen this movie until today, so uh, certainly they're not very memorable characters for me yet. But, uh, <laughs> I, you know, it, it really had a, a lot of people in there that I, I didn't think. I thought this was a Disney movie, like, going into it, so it was certainly different than I expected. But, uh, yeah, I think it's 7.5, like, Hank Azaria, Russell Crowe, you know, uh, it it just they had some people that you were really legit actors, and it's pretty good. Yeah, the the resumes for the actors were pretty strong, and uh, and and they were good. They were good enough. I I didn't think that they they played their roles pretty well, but I th- I feel like many of them were were fairly forgettable characters. Uh, whenever I went back and looked at uh, at everybody who was in the movie, I thought that like, oh man, that person was in there. I don't remember that, and I didn't remember them. And and I've watched the movie a handful of times. That it, ha- it wasn't a one and done, uh, but I hadn't watched it recently, so I'm going to go seven. So you forgot about Little Richard being in it. I forgot <laughs> Phil Phil Esposito. You forgot about Mike Myers. Right. I knew Mike I think, Myers. I did I think Mike, Mike Myers. Mike Myers plays that role just like everyone else on NBC, NHL, whatever they call it, where it's after the first period, oh, my God, this is the best team ever. And after the second period, yep, they're done like they don't ever. even they, – they shouldn't even be on the ice together. I'm like, oh, my God, this is what I feel like I'm watching every time on NBC. It is very uh, <laughs> Pierre <laughs> Maguire. Edzo. Yeah. Yeah, Enzo too. I yeah, hate that guy. Yeah. Jesus, he could just go away. <laughs> well, God, he go away. You'll have a chance whenever they reinvent uh, the broadcasting team with the oh. Aspens. It's almost oh, no. Kentucky NHL Derby tonight. time. Though. NHL tonight. Yeah. I listen. I listened to that episode, and and I agree. Like, remake it and rebrand it. Don't go with the same. Don't retread the same shit. Like, don't yeah. give me Pierre Maguire and Edzo mm. and yep. God knows who else. And yeah. but. They Give can bring back, yeah. bring back Bucci. Bring back Bucci Gross. I love Bucci. 
and let him let him NHL tonight. They can do that, yep. and then everything else can go. I don't care about anything else. Yep. Yeah. Completely <laughs> I don't, agree. I don't want. I don't want to see Barry Melrose flow. <laughs> see, <laughs> Shine said he wanted it. I was I right there it. with you, Lambert. I, I don't want it. I don't if, want it. If you're starting over, if you have the opportunity to completely rebrand your rebrand your sport, um, you don't a, do a it. Pers- a person wearing clown shoes. Mm. Is not is not the first person who you want out there I'm, with a big old red rubber nose. Basically, is what Barry Melrose. Is. I'm all for changing it up, but I mean, you know, he's got some sweet salad going on there. Like you gotta you gotta love it. <laughs> he's like the American, uh, you know, version of Don Cherry. So you just you put just him, gotta put it between the glass like Panger. <laughs> oh. I'm okay with that. Just I would as long as Megan, it's not Pierre. Like I, anybody but Pierre, Panger. really. She hates. She will watch Blues games. She's like, I can't stand that guy. Eric's a God, new, a holy new fan of him. Yeah, he he was never a fan, but he's kind of coming coming along. The he, he bought I, a bobblehead, and uh, I, <laughs> I was gifted the bobblehead by uh, by a certain co-host of the uh, of Optional Skate Blues. So, a quick story for our listeners and Lambert and Justin. Um, I also fucking hated Darren Pang. <laughs> Like he his his sayings added nothing to the game. Nine of Hearts. I don't know what that is. I mean, I know what it is because you say it all the damn time, but I don't know what the Nine of Hearts is. You tell me you don't know the, who has gumption. The holy jump, exactly. <laughs> holy jumping, gumption. All of his just stupid ass sayings that take away. They detract from the moment that is like how good the moment is whenever he says that. So I said. If the Blues win the Stanley Cup, because the Blues were behind uh, uh, Game 6, they had just lost, and I said, if the Blues win the Stanley Cup, I will never say another bad word about Darren Pang my entire life. I will say that he is the best broadcaster in the history of broadcast, so I will stick by that. Right now, You know my backstory. You know how I may have used to feel, uh, feel about him and may still deep down feel about him, but... Darren Pang is the best broadcaster in the history of the sport. <laughs> so, uh, with that in mind, quotability for Mystery Alaska, um, I I can think of absolutely nothing to quote from them, from this movie. Uh, I don't want to bury them, um, but I, I can think of literally nothing to, to quote from there. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give them a four because I'm sure that there's a couple of them and I don't want to bury them with a zero whenever you compare it to the other scores. Uh, but I got nothing on it. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, like, I, I, like I said, I just saw it. Uh, but nothing really uh, stood out as being super hilarious, quippy one-liners that I can think of. So I, I think I'd say a four. Yeah. Justin, what do you got, man? I'll keep it going. I was actually just looking at the IMDB page to see if I recognize any of these quotes. Like maybe I do say them and I do not. Yeah. So I play hockey and I fornicate because those are the most fun to do in cold weather. That's about the only one that I could. Uh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's, that's a, a good one. That's a really good one. <laughs> but that's not one you're going to say. <laughs> I forget. This is, this is R rated podcast. Yeah. It, yeah. Right? You can say whatever you want. Yeah. So, so, I mean, I do enjoy the, what the fuck ass fuck of a bum fuck shithole town is this? <laughs> I think that's a very great. It's a great line, but again, I'm not. 
probably using that in regular vernacular. So it's it's going to take a minute. To, I'm going to adopt that. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to definitely it's a tongue twister, man. It's a tongue twister, and uh, and I'm going to say it as often as I can, as often as applicable, <laughs> and maybe I'll stretch it even. What was it again? What the what in the bu- what in the fuck ass fuck of a bum fuck <laughs> shithole town is this? <laughs> Giving oh man, <laughs> I want to kind of go to quotability ten right now just for that one wonderful line. Yeah, that is just some word one. salad there, Lambert. What do you got, man? Oh, so Justin, end. did you give did you give a number, man? Four. 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 Segment four. Okay, Lambert. That was in the <laughs> that was in the courtroom when they acquitted the uh, leading scorer of shooting that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Michael same. McKeon. Yeah. Michael. Did you yeah. say what in the bum fuck whatever? <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna give it. Everybody I'll give it a can five get in on it, man. Just for that. <laughs> just for that. All right. Here we go. Um, entertainment value. Uh, Justin, what do you got, man? I I, I actually genuinely enjoy this movie. <laughs> I think yeah. it's it's Me funny too. and it's it's silly. It's not. I, I, most people like if you talk to people about this movie, they usually despise it. Yeah. Like this is this is one they're like, what Mystery Alaska? That movie was garbage. Yeah. I am entertained by it, and that this is one that if it's on, I will stick around and watch it because I do like the way the film ends. There are some really good one-liners. The actors and actresses are all really good. So if I'm ranking all of these, it is probably my third favorite of all of these, so I'm going to go seven. All right, seven. Uh, Lambert, what do you got? What did I give? What did I give the Ducks? You gave the Ducks. On entertainment value, you gave him a seven five. I'll match that. I'll go seven five on this one too. Um, I agree with Justin. Like, I enjoy this movie. If it's on, yeah, I'll watch it. Um, you know, I'm not going to win any awards. I don't. I don't understand the backlash from it. Like, it's it's entertaining. So yeah. All right. I will say that that it is pretty noticeable that Russell Crowe does not know how to ice skate. Oh, no, he doesn't. <laughs> there are a he's lot of just, stationary... He's just coasting out there. There are a lot of coasting <laughs> scenes, and he's barely making the turn or behind the net. Like, it is a straight... There's zero crossover. Let's put it that way. <laughs> he's just... Somebody's behind him, pushing him. Like, Especially, like, like, the night before the game where he, like, he, like... You know, he skates with the, the goal, and then he just starts doing whatever. And you can tell when it's him, and then they cut, and it's someone else that's skating. I was like, that's not him. He can't yeah. do that shit. Yeah. A lot of wide shots. Yeah. Don't, don't, yeah, the wide shot, wide angle lens. Wide um, angle just at the feet. Yeah. This this must be Russell Crowe. <laughs> um, what about uh, you, Mike? What do you got? I think a seven. It was a good movie. I was entertained, and there was some suspension of disbelief they can you know just skate up the sidewalks to work and you know you skate out of the locker room you do like a slalom course into the the pond i guess but uh yeah yeah Yeah, i had it at uh five five and uh the reason that i went with that is i went the with lambert's route of what did he give his lowest rated one uh and to to this point i had slap shot at six and I think that uh, Mystery Alaska is just a, a hair under uh, Slapshot. So I'm going to go ahead and give him a 5-5 five five on that. And uh, as far as true to hockey, uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give him uh, an 8. And I've never been 
to a, uh, well, I have been to a Canadian city, but it was just over the border whenever I was 18 and it was spring break. Um, so my buddies and I could uh, drink legally. Uh, so I could throw a Nerf football and still hit Detroit whenever I was in Windsor, Canada. Uh, but I would have thrown that Nerf football very inebriated. But um, so I don't know uh, how the how it all goes uh, up in the up in America's hat. But I would have to imagine that it goes pretty similar to this in, in small towns like this. So uh, I'm gonna go with the eight. Uh, what do you got, uh, Justin? I kind of think of this film as like the hockey version of Varsity Blues, where yeah. you know, it, you know, ho- football is a way of life in West Canaan, right? Yeah, I think it really, it really portrays the the pond hockey and this the town that really circulates around ice and just this winter, you know, climate and and yeah, skating to work, skating to wherever, um, you know, having like shacks where they're you know their locker rooms. I just think it's really cool, and whether it is exactly portrayed like this in real life, if it's portrayed like it is in real life, I, I really hope it is. Yeah, yeah. I just think it's, I think it's just a really cool thing. And I also got to say, and I, when I'm doing some research on this one, that little Russell Crowe, what, what he's teaching his team as far as uh, what defense to play, that's what we call the old uh, neutral, neutral zone, zone trap. trap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There so that, that in itself gets, gets some extra points. Um, <laughs> for, but... Uh, but there are some some scenes, obviously, with the hockey game against the Rangers, and it, it is a kind of a little bit over the top, I think, in moments. Um, so I, I'm going to give it like a I don't know. Let's go seven point five. Seven five. Cool. Mike Shine. Yeah, I, I think a, a seven would probably be. You know, there's certainly the moments in there. They're picking the sticks out of the middle to to make up yeah. the teams, like little kind of moments that resonate, but. Um, you know, yeah, I guess playing the Rangers and they're flying in. Where did they stay exactly in the town when all the Rangers come? Like, they had to take a helicopter there. And, like, is there a hotel in that little tiny town that can host and, all the Rangers? It's, it's not a little tiny town. It's a uh, what-the-fuck-ass-fuck of a bumfuck <laughs> yeah, yeah. town. <laughs> so, yeah, not a tiny town. They're taking that helicopter and they're flying to, like, Nome. Yep. Or another a larger alaskan city and that's where they're saying probably and they just pick up picked up the guys on the team like right after like you're signed up you got to leave because the helicopter's here you know yeah yeah uh so not how it works yeah right lambert what do you got man bring us home you're good sign them up um i'll go 7.5 i think i think some of the hockey like i like the you know, throwing six in the middle, like, you know, we did when we were kids. Um, but some of it, you know, stretching the truth, like, would the Rangers really struggle against a team like that? Probably not. They'd probably wipe the floor with them. Would the current Blues... Well, we'll talk about that later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's... Uh, so out of the two, we know that uh, that Mighty Ducks uh, beat out uh, Slapshot. And uh, I will say that Mystery Alaska was handled by Miracle. Um, those uh, those tens Rightfully for true so. to yeah right right <laughs> those tens for true to hockey and those fours for quotability uh, definitely did in Mystery Alaska. Uh, but what do you what, guys? What if this movie is called Face Off, which is what it was supposed to be called, not Face Slash Off, <laughs> just 
face space off. Uh, does that does that help? Probably no, not. no. I think it I think it loses <laughs> something there. I, I think you know more. Yeah, it's than the it's mystery hockey. comma Alaska. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it uh, now if it had John Travolta and, and Nick, Nick Cage, Cage <laughs> acting mm. like they had their faces sliced off and surgically changed, then and then they played hockey. Yeah, I'd go with that. Against each other. Against each other. Yeah, with with Nick Cage, act, acting terribly in both roles. So Nick Cage is Skank Martin. And <laughs> Russ. Yeah. John Travolta plays Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe's character. I'm in. Done. I, or I John Travolta yeah. plays the mayor. So Nick Cage screws his wife. <laughs> yeah, ten that works too. I will watch that ten. right now. <laughs> Take uh, take the the Hulu show off your queue, uh, Justin, and go ahead and add this version of Face Off to it. So um, so yeah, we got uh, we got our our winner here. Uh, what do you guys think between Ducks and Miracle? It was uh, it was within four and a half points. I think it's going to be Miracle just for the just because of the patriotic feeling that we get when seeing it what do you think mike uh yeah i think you know it's a tight tight race between them and i i think that miracle would be the winner what do you think lambert i hope miracle's the winner miracle's the winner you are all right no surprises there um yeah it's and do you think the right movie won mike shine I, I think so. You know, I think that maybe I would be more likely to watch Mighty Ducks, but I think that there's something more fulfilling about watching Miracle. So I think maybe one's a little more entertaining and one's a, a better movie. Sure, sure. Uh, Justin, you think the right movie won? Yeah, I mean, I th- because it's based on a true story, I think that's what kind of makes it special. If the Mighty Ducks had happened in real life, Besides just the expansion team in Anaheim, yeah. obviously that's a different. But I also I think it'll be interesting to revisit this maybe in a year or two, if Mighty Ducks Game Changers has a similar rejuvenation to as Cobra Kai did to the Karate Kid, we we might be uh, singing a different tune. Yeah, I um, I heard that those are the that's how people are equating Game Changers, and I've watched seasons one and two of Cobra Kai. And I did watch the first episode of Game Changers, and I think that's a pretty good that's a pretty good one for one, honestly. Uh, Lambert, what do you think, man? Right movie one? I believe so. Yeah. In our text messages, you even said uh, prior to it when we were listing the movies, you said there is a right answer, and it was Miracle. And there is a right answer to this <laughs> yeah, question. Yeah, yeah. And and you got it wrong. I did get it wrong <laughs> by a lot. Um, and uh, in the. The hockey fan in me absolutely says that uh, the right movie won with Miracle. Uh, the dad in me wants to sit down, and I think that I could enjoy Mighty Ducks uh, way earlier with my girls right now. Like, we could put that in, and my girls would laugh hysterically at the dog poop and the purse thing and might try to reenact that over the summer. <laughs> but uh, I, uh, I feel like I'm going to be able to enjoy that more with the kids right away. Um, but at the same time, I think that uh, that Miracle is a better film overall. So um, Miracle's the best. If you disagree, go ahead and hit up uh, Nerd is the New Cool. And <laughs> if you agree, go ahead and hit up <laughs> Optional Skate Blues for sure. Yeah, give us all the hate. Give you hate, hate, hate. 
Uh, <laughs> for sure. So um, let's uh, let's use that segue for for Mystery Alaska, right? And uh, and say and talk a little bit of blues hockey. I think that uh, you guys are both uh, good fa- uh, big fans, uh, Lambert Hillbrand. And um, what do you think's going on right now? How do you think we solve it? What do you uh, do? You think we make the? I mean, let's let's start with. Do you think we make the postseason, and um, how do you think we solve our on ice issues, uh, Justin? What do you got, man? I mean, this is a whole other hour-long <laughs> right? conversation, but I'm going to try and Keep make it, it succinct. Yeah. So, one thing the Blues have had historically going for them is that they don't play very well against bad teams, but they play to the level of the team, so they play up against good teams, which bodes well for the remainder of the, of the season right, right. For yeah. our a lot of good teams on that schedule now but the problem is they're not doing that anymore yeah. right now either <laughs> and it's really a little discerning it's it's or concerning i should say it's it's they're not putting the, the puck in the net I, it's very rare usually we're on the other end of this where we score one goal the other team has 45 shots to our 15 yep. but we win one to nothing and and everything mm-hmm. is just completely switched somehow at least in this last month having a tough time scoring i just to, the, my last thought though is that even though it's very frustrating and of course i want them to make a push for the playoffs and they've got to really they've got the talent for sure I also still kind of have the Stanley Cup hangover where I'm not as as I'm not about to jump out my window, which I would have been doing had we not won the Stanley Cup two years ago. For sure. And for me, it gives them a little bit of leeway. And also, let's not forget what they did that year. And sometimes it just takes a while for the players to gel with the system, with each other. And I'm just hoping that one one day, whether it's the rest of this season or maybe even early next season, all of a sudden click and like, wow, they're good again because they they should be good. So you're saying they're going to fire the coach and then go on a run? Well, okay, so I don't want that to happen. <laughs> Who says going to catch fire or whoever yeah, our taxi squad right. goalie is is going to catch fire? I was going to say it's some goalie we've never heard of before. Definitely Joel not Hopper. Bennington or Huso. Yeah, there you go. Lambert, what do you think, man? Um. I think they need to get healthy. I think that's been a big problem this year is that, and that's not something that you, you don't have any control over that. Like yeah. uh, how many, how many man, how many, how many games have we lost to players on IR combined? It's, and they're, and they're, and it's not just any player. It's, it's Pareko. It's Schwartz. It's Thomas. It's Tarasenko. Like he just came, like he's not going to be right for another three weeks. He's still getting up to speed on everything. Mm-hmm. Like so, um, I think they'll make the playoffs. Uh, I, I agree with Hildebrand. Like, yeah, the fact that they won the cup, I'm not jumping out the window. But I also know that we're in our championship window right now. It's yeah. not. It's not going to get any wider. And from here on out, it's probably just going to start closing just a little bit each year. So you have to take advantage of of the, the team that we have when we can. Again, injuries, that's not our fault. So I think if the team gets healthy, yeah, I'm hoping that you know they can click and then they can start gelling and playing better together because the effort's there. You've, you've seen the effort the last few games. Puck's just not going on the net. And sometimes that happens. Sometimes you can pour 40 shots on net and you just, you're running into a hot goalie or you're just snake-bitten and it's, you don't get the puck luck and it just doesn't go in. 
and shit happens. It's hockey, and you just hope it doesn't. We, we run into a lot of hot goalies. <laughs> yeah. it seems like, it seems like yeah. they're really good at saving it when we put it in their chest. They're they're really good at stopping. The, yeah, they're really good at stopping it right at them. It's like it's not going to go through them. Like you got to put it around them somehow. So, um, I, I I think they'll make the playoffs, but it'll just be a question of can they come together in time to to make a playoff run. It's it's going to be close, man. I I really I really think that it's going to be close because those games, if you're snake bit, right, and if you're just running into hot goalies, that's never a problem. That's that's expected throughout the season. And if on top of that you're playing shit hockey, the other games though too, whenever you have chances against uh, against Anaheim, uh, against uh, a bunch of games against Phoenix a bunch of games against teams that you should beat and uh it's it's just hard uh to it's hard to explain them away and and i really want to try and do that but it's hard yeah i, I will say like the last two games having watched them they've looked a lot better mm-hmm. and 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 the shots do are a lot of times that you know it is telling sometimes like you said someone's getting lucky the goalie's standing on their head whatever but they've pretty much dominated the last two games just haven't been able to come away with wins but then you start looking back at these games, like you mentioned, against Phoenix and against teams that we should have been beating when we were playing well yeah. and people weren't hurt, and we didn't capitalize then. And you can't go up against Phoenix and only win, what, like how many – I don't even know what the record was against them, but it was not a winning record. Yeah. And and that's that's unacceptable if you expect to make the playoffs. And same thing against the Kings and against these teams that are – well, we would consider, yeah, bubble teams that are not quite where they will be in a couple years because they're very young. Yeah, LA's we still should rebuilding. Be, we need to be taking points from them, and we weren't. It was the opposite, and I think I think that's going to come back and, and bite us in the in the ass later on in the in the uh, yep. season. Not beating Anaheim is going to hurt. Yep. Mike, do you do you smell me? What what is it? What do you think? Uh... Lam- uh, Hildebrand, do you smell anything? Lambert, you smell you guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It smells, it smells like I'm walking around downtown. Oh, oh yeah, that's that <laughs> smell good. Uh, that's a certain scent. Ew. What's that smell? It's this week's installment of Hot, 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 Hot Garbage. So, Lambert, uh, you have the uh, ability, the the gift, the the, the distinction, the privilege. Yeah, let's go with privilege of of doing a our first guest hot garbage man. So so what do you got that uh, that you're wanting to talk about this week? It's it's going to be a little you know kind of kind of teeter totter. It's going to be the Buffalo Sabers <laughs> hot garbage, go. but not complete hot garbage because they just snapped their losing streak. Oh, oh hey, the Sabers beat the Penguins six to one oh. tonight. March 31st to snap their 18-game winless streak. So they are still a steaming pile of hot garbage. (laughs) (laughs) But there's just a little whiff of flowers in there just because they don't... They got off the schneid finally, but that team is a disaster. I was reading an article today. I don't know what they... Do they trade everyone and just build from the... You know, do they... I mean, they're going to trade Taylor Hall, but do they trade Jack Eichel and just strip it down to the studs and you know build it down to their build it from the ground up again and just get as many draft picks as they possibly can and then and then do it i don't know what they do but buffalo is buffalo is the new cleveland in that it is a factory of sadness 
yeah, man, we've we've hit, we've beat up right shine. We've beat up on Buffalo a handful of times, and it was the Flyers. It wasn't the Penguins, Lambert, but uh, oh, the and the Flyers are on the struggle. Yeah. They're struggling pretty hard too. Carter Hart, uh, they've hit their but, own ESPN hard. ESPN alert says it was the Penguins, but whatever. Yeah, um, maybe ESPN's wrong. TSN.ca has it being Philly. I could be wrong also, um, yes, but. Yes, uh, the lies uh but yeah shine we've beat up on buffalo a little bit right oh definitely yeah they they've certainly been a dumpster fire all season i think they have six well seven wins now on the on the season and uh spent a bunch of money on free agents hoping to kind of uh, sneak into the playoffs and they've they've just been bad everywhere fired their coach everybody hates the the owners so it, it's uh, bad times in buffalo for sure and they have talent it just they're just not. He's he's hurt too. He's so, not doing yeah. anything with it. Well, I mean, Eichel's hurt, but they have other talent on that team that not like a whole lot. Just not doing anything. Pull out of nothing. For the record, it looks like Philadelphia pulled their goalie down four to one with five with over five minutes left in the game. So there were and the Sabers scored two shorthanded goals during hey. that time so Come yeah on, Taylor yeah uh no he wasn't part of it uh Mon- montour montour had both of them actually uh oh, an assist was... by Aposo. so montour was super pissed about the last game when they choked yeah yep uh hildebrand what do you got man for your uh your hottest of garbage so mine is a little bit more nerdy it, it deals with really just warner brothers they are having having watched. So I, I I I took the time. I watched Zack Snyder's The Justice League yeah. uh, last week when it came out. The Snyder Cut. It's a lot of time. Yeah, also called the Snyder Cut. And afterwards, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go back and watch some of these films that are like the ultimate edition Batman versus Superman. I've had some free time. Recently. I was gonna say, man. <laughs> a lot of hours. I added up the hours the other day. Don't worry about it. It's been a lot of hours. <laughs> Um, but I gotta tell you, like, I don't know what the hell Warner Brothers is doing. Like, pick a direction and go with it. They are all over the place with bringing in different directors, like with with Suicide Squad and the original Justice League, changing things around. Basically, thinking they know better than these directors and writers, and then just totally fucking it up. Yeah. And then 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 things get re released, and it's like, well, this is a way better version. Why didn't you just do this in the first place, as opposed to pissing everyone off? Um, it reminds me a lot of like the the new um, uh, sequel trilogy with Star Wars. Like no direction, er, there's too many cooks in the kitchen, and it end up you just having a subpar uh, outcome. And I'm just saying, you know, hashtag continue the Snyderverse because it's it's great. I don't know if you guys have had a chance to see it, but it's fantastic. And if Warner Brothers, if they would just stop, just stop doing what they're doing, get the hell out of the way. We, they actually might be able. I was going to ask, is this an indictment of Warner Brothers or the DCU in general? I think it's an indictment of Warner Brothers taking, trying to dictate what the DCEU does in like a bureaucratic way, not bringing in someone like Foggy that's like a legit like DC comic book nerd that can actually create a better direction, plan, whatever. That's my that's my complaint, my nerd complaint for the day. And and I've watched it, man. I watched the Snyder Cut pretty early on, and I agree. Like that was a really really great movie. And and these major film companies are ki- are, are are doing their best to try and kill their golden goose. 
um, right. with with Disney and, and Star Wars, where it looked like there were three completely independent films that that had no uh, no commonality uh, with any of that stuff. And I know that it kind of messed with stuff with with Leia or, or uh, Carrie Fisher dying for the third one, and they had a different direction of it. But even if she was in there, I still feel like that would even more have separated it from the other films too. So and and the DC Universe, they they had a chance to. That was a chance for a golden goose. Everyone wants to watch superhero movies, and they've just constantly messed it up. Yeah, I mean, don't get me started with Star Wars. Uh, that's <laughs> they Kathleen Kennedy. I don't know. She's just gotten super lucky with John Favreau and Filoni taking over, and basically, The Mandalorian has rejuvenated yep. Star Wars. Period. Because she did her damnedest, and other people did their damnedest to completely screw that up with the new f- episodes seven, eight, and nine. Because those are, by my opinion, the definition of hot garbage. There you go. All right. Uh, hot take. Hot take. Um, Mike, you want to take us out there, buddy? Sure. Yeah. Well, my hot garbage. I had. Uh, you know, we were talking hockey movies, and certainly one of the worst hockey movies and movies in general that I've ever seen is The the Love Guru. I don't know if y'all are f- familiar with that movie. Wow. But just yeah. such a diabolically terrible, unwatchable movie um, that uh, certainly nominated up for Hot Garbage. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go with, uh, well, shit! I don't have anything planned for hot garbage. I was, <laughs> I was just doing. It. I gotta. I'll I'll come up with one and I'll record it later on, uh, so we can <laughs> so we can we can dip here. It can be the hot garbage. Could be that you don't have that hot I garbage, that I so that I forgot. Are, yeah, I'm the, the hot, hot garbage, garbage because I garbage. because I forgot to <laughs> to do the hot garbage. I planned I planned an episode and forgot to plan my own hot garbage. Uh, I didn't so even plan hot garbage. I just picked one. You just picked a hot, hot garbage. garbage. All right, so here I go. I'm going to do that then. Um, actually, I'll just leave this. That'll be the hot garbage. <laughs> or two. All right, uh, Mike, you want to take us out, man? Yeah. So thank you to all of our listeners for joining us this week. Uh, it's fun hearing from people that listen to the podcast. So please reach out to us through our social medias. Um, also special thanks as always go out to, uh, producer Greg and Jeremy Boyer for the music. Um, other shout outs, especially to Nicole. And, and yeah, the, uh, the obvious shout out here is, uh, is Justin and, and Lambert. Uh, appreciate you guys coming on, man, spending the time. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, we, yeah, I had a, I was just going to say, I had a great time sitting down and, and talking hockey, uh, overall with you guys talking these movies and um and every time i tune into i look forward to every episode of nerd of the new cool that drops and uh and check every one of them out so um our listeners check them out a lot of fun uh good goes you guys want to drop your uh, your socials here uh justin or lambert yeah thanks again for having us this has been great you two will have to join us for maybe one of our barnard you've already been able to join us for our, one of our uh, our taste nerd bites yeah. But, uh, Mike, you're coming with us next time. I, I enjoy pizza and bourbon, so I, I'm... Hey, who, <laughs> all right. Who doesn't? <laughs> who doesn't, right? I mean, you can find us on all the normal podcast platforms, at Nerd is the New Cool, as well as pretty much every social media. Uh, same thing, at Nerd is the New Cool. Check us out. And then uh, we are on social media as Optional Skate Blues on Facebook, at Blue Skate on Twitter, 
Um, and if you like our podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcast. Uh, please tell a friend. Uh, we're always looking to grow and meet new people to talk hockey with. And uh, as we go out with our episodes, we always uh, do a Let's Go Blues. So if you guys want to join us, Let's Go Blues! Let's, let's go, go Blues! blues. What the fuck ass fuck of a bum fuck shithole town is this <laughs> can that be our new exit thing instead of, it, instead of let's it go should, blues it, be. it is now oh man <laughs> I-